You're listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang, founder of Moxie Club. When you're looking for lasting weight loss, join us here for the mindset you need, a dash of inspiration, and stories that will bring it all to life. Episode number 22. Well, hi there. Amy here. Happy Monday. How are you doing? Thanks so much for joining me again today for another episode of the Happy and Healthy Podcast. So to start off today, I've got a question for you. Have you noticed that especially with goals that have eluded you in the past, you have a tendency to want to wait until Monday to start? Well, you'll be happy to hear that you are not alone. In the personal and professional development world, the hashtag Motivation Monday is probably used more than any other hashtag. So I have another question for you. Do you find yourself thinking, I just don't have time to work out? Or better yet, I wish I could outsource my exercise. Well, if the answer is yes, you are going to love today's episode. So when I owned Pacific Heights Health Club, the top five reasons people gave me for not working out were, one, I don't have time, two, I'm too tired, three, I lack the motivation, four, I don't like exercise, or it's cousin, I hate exercise, and five, I don't know what to do. So what I noticed was that most people tend to chase the goal. And by that, I mean things like, I want to get fit, I want to lose weight, I want to be healthier, and I want to be happy. And well, by chase... I mean that we want it to happen as quickly as possible, which is probably why diets and fitness challenges are so popular. But here's what I'd like to propose. Instead of focusing on getting there as soon as possible, what I want to talk about today is focusing your energies on creating the conditions so that the actions you take align with the outcomes you desire. So this is one of those, the fastest way to get there is to take the shortest route. Okay, so when I talk about conditions, I'm including both thoughts and structure. So if you find yourself saying, I don't have time, let's unpack that. So my goal today is to have you feeling energized and empowered with some tried and true methods for finding more time in your day so that you can end each one feeling fulfilled and satisfied. Now, obviously, given the ongoing concerns with the coronavirus pandemic, I have no doubt, especially for working parents, that your days are busy and filled with activities. 
So when you say I don't have time, it sounds perfectly reasonable. But if an emergency came up, a trip to the ER because your son jumped down the stairs and split his chin open, or your daughter fell off her bike and you're not sure if her wrist is sprained or broken, would you be able to find the time? Of course, it's a priority. So you pretty much drop everything to make it happen. And you always hear me talking about your why. So your why here is beyond compelling. There's simply no lack of motivation either. So what other things do you do to make sure that something happens? I think the most obvious thing is that we put it on our schedule. So whether it's a Zoom conference call or dinner reservations now that restaurants are opening up, or an appointment to get your hair cut, or to get a massage, right? We have to get it on the schedule. So what else do you do? You probably set an alarm to make sure you wake up on time if you need to be somewhere, right? We set timers to remind us to take the cookies out of the oven, because it's important. We don't want our cookies to be burnt. So How about an important presentation or a hot date, right? We plan and prepare because we want it to go well. And we know that the steps that we're taking are going to make a difference. So we believe that taking these steps will matter and are necessary to get the outcome that we're looking for. So in other words, we create the conditions for success. So whether it's the alarm, the timer, your schedule, grocery shopping lists, these are all about making something a priority, right? To make sure that something happens. So is your workout time on your schedule? Or if the goal is to eat five servings of fruits and vegetables a day or eat a healthy snack like almonds, Are they on your shopping list? Have you made them easily accessible? So if the answer is no, and you're finding yourself having a hard time getting things onto your schedule, then let me share with you the Jar of Life story. You've probably heard it before, but for those of you who haven't, it goes something like this. A philosophy professor stood before his class with a large empty mayonnaise jar. And then he filled the jar to the top with large rocks and he asked his students if the jar was full. Well, yeah, the the students all say, yes, the jar is full. So then he added small pebbles to the jar and gave the jar a, a bit of a shake so that the pebbles could you know, distribute themselves among the larger rocks. And he asked again, is the jar full now? Well, of course, the students all agreed that the jar was still full. So then the professor poured sand into the jar, which filled up all the remaining empty space. And then the students agreed 
that the jar was now completely full. So here the metaphor is, right, that the jar represents everything in your life. So the rocks are equivalent to the most important projects and things you have going on, such as spending time with your family and maintaining your health. Pebbles represent the things in your life that matter, but that you could probably live without. These are the things that come and go, and they're not permanent or essential to your overall well-being. So this could be things like your job, the house you live in, certain hobbies you might have, and acquaintances, for example. Finally, the sand represents the remaining fillers in your life and a lot of the material possessions that we have. So this could be things like watching TV, right? Scrolling through your favorite social media sites or running errands, shopping, stuff like that. These are things that actually don't mean much to your life as a whole. And we tend to do them in order to waste time or to get some smaller tasks accomplished. So now if you started filling the jar by putting the sand and the pebbles in first, what do you think would happen? You simply wouldn't have enough room for all the rocks, right? So the lesson here is to start with the rocks. And in our lives, this means that we've got to figure out what those priorities are those non-negotiables, and making sure that they're built into our schedule. So that's an example of what I mean by structure, okay? It also means if it's on your schedule that you minimize the amount of decision-making that has to take place because they're already on your calendar. And if you don't remember, we're only good for about 30 decisions a day. So you're potentially staving off decision fatigue, which tends to happen later in the day. And this means that you'll have the ability to make better decisions even later in the day. So now that it's on your calendar, If that workout, for example, still doesn't happen because you talked yourself out of doing it or you found something else to do, we know it's probably not the structure that we need to focus on. In other words, it's not that you didn't have enough time. So we need to take a closer look at your thoughts. Okay, so you've heard me talk about self sabotage and how it derails our efforts. So the dictionary definition focuses on the actions you take. If you look it up, you'll see something like when your behaviors undermine your stated long-term goals. So behaviors would be those habits that you always hear me talking about. Half your body weight in ounces of water, or 30 minutes of mindful movement a day, or 
eating five servings of fruits and vegetables a day, or getting seven to nine hours of sleep a night, or 10 to 20 minutes of meditation. Those are all behaviors. And when most people hear me say self-sabotaging thoughts, they think I'm referring to negative self-talk. And yes, negative self-talk is definitely one form of self-sabotage. But it's not the only form. So remember that any thought that creates a disempowering feeling, think not enough time, or I'm too tired, or I'm too lazy, or it's boring, (laughs) I hate exercise, I like food too much, it feels like torture, right? I'm not ready. I'll start tomorrow. And then some of my favorites, why is losing weight so hard? And why can't I figure this out? These are all forms of self-sabotage. So when I say disempowering, I simply mean it's a thought that makes you feel less confident or in control. And if you're looking for help in recognizing self-sabotage, then I would definitely recommend that you listen to episode 18. Okay, so when this happens, it means that you're now in a state of scarcity. You've heard me talk about abundance versus scarcity, right? When you become aware of these thoughts, the key is to shift yourself from this state of scarcity to abundance. So how do I do this? Well, I talked about this in episode two, the abundance principle, and episode three, 50 shades of abundance. And What you want to do here is when you recognize that thought, that disempowering thought, you want to make sure that you pause and you evaluate whether or not this thought is serving you. And if you can find another thought to replace it with that will create the emotions that lead you to feeling more confident and in control, which will then align the thoughts you have with the emotions and the actions that you want to take that ultimately align with the outcomes you desire. Make sense? So an example here would be instead of thinking about I hate exercise, you can instead pose the question to yourself, well, what kind of movement would I enjoy doing? And that might be to put on some of your favorite songs and dance for the next 10, 15 minutes. 
And trust me, as a personal trainer, that absolutely counts. All right. So if it's about feeling like in order to lose weight, I have to give up food as a form of comfort. You could ask a different question like, what other rewards that are non-food could I set up for myself as I try to create some new habits? It's just a different question and a better question. All right? So in the next episode, I'll be talking about confusing failure with outcomes. And I'll leave you with a quote by Brene Brown. Perfectionism is not the same thing as striving to be our best. Perfectionism is not about healthy achievement and growth. It's a shield. You've been listening to the Happy and Healthy Podcast with Amy Lang. If you enjoyed today's episode, by all means, hit the subscribe button now. If you're ready to get started, visit my website, moxieclub.com. That's M-O-X-I-E hyphen C-L-U-B.com. And sign up for a free 20-minute coaching session with me. And remember, making your choices when you're in a state of abundance is where the magic happens. Thank you.